Welcome to Kids for a Quid, the football show presented by kids. Welcome back to Kids for a Quid, the football podcast. Thank you for all of your support last week and all of your downloads. My name is Ruben and I'm a Nottingham Forest fan. And my name is Elliot. I'm a Chelsea fan. And as before, I am Chris, I am Rue and Elliot's dad, and I'm the referee here, and I'm also a Forest fan as well. You reds. Okay, so last week, um, you guys were talking about some really, really cool things, uh, and then we hit an international break. So we're straight into the international break, so we're going to have delving straight into topic number one, which is the England team. England versus Ukraine. Yeah, and the England squad selection. So Rue, what did you make of the England squad selection? Well, I would say Maguire isn't a isn't a bad pick, but today, um, Gareth Southgate was picking on Maguire. No, he wasn't. He was sticking up for him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I think I think uh, Gareth Southgate came out in the press today and said that he can't believe the amount of stick that Harry Maguire's been getting for his performances. And that in itself got a lot of people saying, well, his performances have been really bad. So when we were talking about the squad last week, we well, you guys were all saying that should Harry Maguire be in that team? So at the end of the day, he's a person. And, you know, regardless of whether he's a good footballer or a bad footballer, people shouldn't be saying really nasty things about him on social media. Um, Yeah, I agree with that, even though... Some people won't even agree that, so, like, some people agree Maguire's a good player. Like, even the United fans will probably not agree because they didn't start him. They had to come on against Forrest. Yeah, that, that's right. And I think um, he's made some mistakes. And the problem is, is when you make a few mistakes, people are looking out for your next mistake. And we're going to talk about the uh, Scotland-England game in a bit. But yeah, it was a bit of a surprise inclusion into the team. So who else in that lineup we talked we talked about last week who who hadn't been involved? So who else from the England squad in the game against Ukraine did you think? Oh, you had a great game. Uh, particularly, um, I think, I think one person who had a great game was. Kyle Walker, not just because of his goal, he he seemed to be better than usual, and he almost got a goal against Scotland last night, we'll go deeper into that later, but mm. he put a shot across goal. He certainly did, um, his finish for the, the goal against Ukraine, that was fantastic wasn't it? Rue, do you think that was a good goal? Yeah, Harry Kane's ball oh. over the top, that was... You couldn't stop that ball going over the top. No, I think if I was a striker and someone was pinging in balls like that to me all the time, they become my best friend instantly. What an assist that was. And for him to, you know, as as as, as in that role, he's dropping short. So he's coming a long way back down the pitch to pick that ball up to then probably frustratingly for him, put a ball into the box that he's thinking, oh, I wish that could be me on the end of that to add to my England goal tally. But you're, both right, Kyle Walker. I thought he had a great game. Mm. But what what happened? What happened with the goal? Because um, the Ukraine goal, where did that come from? Nowhere. England lost the ball. It was just like the game against 
Nottingham Forest versus Chelsea at the bridge. Caicedo was like, we, we, um, last episode, we thought like, did he have the ball or did he not have the ball? <laughs> you couldn't help but bring that up, could you? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was confusion in the England box, wasn't there? There was Gahey and Maguire getting all tangled up with each other. And then who arrives to slot the ball in? And it, what a great finish it was as well. But who slots it in? Alexander Zinchenko, Zinchenko. the Arsenal left back. Yeah. And playing in a, in a more advanced role, he's playing in the centre in midfield for for Ukraine, which seems to be working really well. He doesn't. So I think he p- he plays left back for Arsenal. He does. But then, um, in Ukraine, in the Ukrainian team, he's playing as a CM. Yeah. Which is further up the pitch. And in the middle. Yeah, and in the middle, yeah. which makes him, m- which gives him more opportunities to go and score those goals for Ukraine absolutely and he took his opportunity really well put it past um, um, who was in goal for that game was it Ramsdale or was, was it Pickford wasn't it it was Pickford, Pickford but Ramsdale for the Scotland okay game. so before we go on to Scotland let's talk about that midfield because there was one person who we were a bit shocked that was included in the England team. And I think reading on social media and a lot of the national media, there was one person in there as well that people weren't too sure why was included. Calvin uh, Phillips. Not Calvin Phillips, no. Eddie Nketiah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jordan Henderson. Oh. So Jordan Henderson, um, a lot, a lot, again, similar to Maguire, a lot of um, flack on social media. Do we think he had a good game? Did he have a bad game? Um, well... I think, for one, he had an all right game, but it wasn't his best. Mm. Okay, I, I'm going to be honest here with all of your listeners here. I didn't watch the second half. I had to go and do some um, very important jobs. But you two watched the second half. So what happened in that second half? Why did it finish Elliot, 1-1? Elliot, you explain. Well, England, <laughs> had some, England had some great chances, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did. Can I just go back to the Ukrainian goal? The noise. Yeah. Talk, talk us through that. What was, the, what was the emotion and the feeling there? The emotion... Well, even though I'm English, I felt quite emotional because the Ukrainian fans just need something to take their mind off the conflict in their home country. And I thought, that noise was just incredible. Yeah, like mm. an outpouring of... Um, of celebration of something that that's genuinely made them all very happy in a in a really tough time, Rue. I think we they needed. I think Ukraine needed that win for the draw. Like they might have needed the draw or a win, but they because like, they need money to. You're trying to say yeah. that they they need they basically it, it lifted their morale. It would have made them yeah. all feel really happy. Yeah, if, if about that. Yeah, because their home country at the minute in yeah, you, th- there's a war going on. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Okay, well said, Reuben. I, f- I think for 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 an eight year old boy, I think I, I understand what you mean. Hopefully, our our um our listeners will understand what you mean as well. It, it's it's the power of sport. I think that you know a team can get behind or, or a group of people can get behind a team in a time of, uh, of of real kind of testing times mm. when there's wars and things going mm. on and th- those players pulling on those shirts as well must feel the utmost pride of representing their country mm. in what's going on and to be able to let's be honest England one of the best teams in the world you know to to, to draw with England and in in, in patches of, of certainly the first half that I saw looked like they were going to win it so in the yes. second half then who should have come away with all three points or was one all a fair score I think well I think 
honestly, England had some great chances. When Gareth Southgate said after the game in an interview on Talk Sport, he said, I think we failed to capitalise on some really crucial chances that we missed. I thought you were going to sneeze in the middle of that. <laughs> we failed to capitalise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I think yeah, I, th- I think you're right. From again, from what I've read in the media, Rue, what did you make of the second half? Well, I was about to say before you went to Elliot, I was about to say, um, uh, uh, Ukraine are so competitive. <laughs> a team that have won. No, oh, Elliot's got the good goal. Hang on. A team that have won the World Cup once. Yep. Drawed with a team, Ukraine drawed with, and England drawed with a team who have won zero World Cups. That's that's right. So in the grand scheme of things, obviously bearing in mind England's World Cup win was was six <laughs> almost sixty years ago. Yeah, thank you, Elliot. Spot on maths. Well done, you. Um, yeah. So again, I, I get what you mean there, Rue. The, the kind of the, the expectation that England would walk that game and, and head a step closer towards qualification. I totally agree. So. Football, as they say, is a game of two halves, isn't it? First half, second half. So if we look at the England-Ukraine game as the first half and then the second half being Scotland versus England, talk us through Scotland versus England. Rue, well, what, what what went on there? When I was listening to it on Talk Sport, I could, n- I could not even hear the English national anthem. Mm. The Scottish fans were booing over the minute silence and the England national anthem. Wow. Which yeah. was a bit annoying for the national anthem for all of those England fans in the stadium. Do you think that's disrespectful? Yes. Very, yeah. particularly in the minute silence as well. Yeah, I, I know it's it's uh, a traditional game when England and Scotland are, are these arch rivals and it, it's kind of, um, yeah, it's one of the... It's more of a political thing than a football thing. You two guys are way too young to worry about political stuff yet. So we'll kind of we'll bin that for the moment and we'll catch up about it in about three, four years' time. <laughs> so, the game. Uh, England very much had most of the ball, but they couldn't score until like the 30th minute. Mm. Also, can I point out that this was the 100th anniv- 150th anniversary yeah. heritage front friendly mm. so it isn't just any international friendly it's a heritage 150 yeah, I, anniversary I, I don't think england and scotland their friendlies are ever really friendlies are they i don't no. think either team go no. into those games thinking oh it doesn't matter if we lose today yeah i think I, there's that pride I, like if it's a friendly it's got so if it's just like a normal friendly it doesn't matter if you lose because it's not like Oh, we're not going to qualify, we're not going to get three points and we'll go bottom of the table. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. With a... So yeah, mm. so you're right. It's basically a friendly. It doesn't have the pressure of a qualifying match. But again, when you're playing against your arch rivals, mm. I know if it was Chelsea, who are their rivals now these days? Bognor Regis Town. <laughs> I think Spurs, Spurs Arsenal, Arsenal, Fulham. Um, so basically, if 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 you had a friendly against West Ham, it's not going to be a friendly. We Similarly, had, if, if we if had a friendly, friendly against, against Derby sheep, or Leicester, don't say that word on the podcast. <laughs> if we had a friendly <laughs> against the Sheep, um, there's absolutely no way that Forrest, Forrest is going to be taking it easy against the Sheep. Mm. Um, but anyway, we'll, we've digressed a little bit. So the game itself. So, yeah, so England took the lead. Um, I've got to be honest, Kyle Walker was... was 
Was that ball back across? Was that a shot? Or... I think... I think he was trying to actually shoot, but then Foden to Walker. Walker was meant to shoot, but Foden was in the way, so it accidentally came off of Foden's inside of the foot. But I, first of all, when I saw it, I thought it was a pass to Foden, but then it was actually a shot. Yeah, I, th- I think Foden's reactions were great because it yeah. just looked like he calmly put it in the bottom corner. Mm. But um, Just like Elanga's goal oh, against there Chelsea. There we go again. Um, so it was a great <laughs> finish. So then 1-0 up, and then what happens pretty much straight after? You, England score again. Jude Bellingham. Yeah, so... so the on-form Real Madrid man. So let's talk about... I, I, I'll be honest, I think he is future England captain. Yeah. I, I think he's got the potential to be the best player on the planet. Future Ballon d'Or as well. Uh, he's again, been nominated this year, so it could happen. He was superb. The role that he played for England last night was fantastic. And the role that he's playing for Madrid is is very different to what maybe some of the roles that we would see traditionally that kind of player playing for England where he's just all over the pitch admittedly he's got some great players around him at Madrid but that free role where he can attack when he wants to he can drop back in he can come wide he can come deep he can get the ball it plays to every single benefit of his game and I think that's such a great thing for a young player to be able to do and how old is he 21 22 20 20 years old Playing for Real Madrid in the first team. Mental. Absolutely crazy. Like I said this morning, I said Zidane could be the next... Bellingham. (laughs) Bellingham (laughs) Bellingham could be the next Zidane. Even Bellingham's English, but Zidane's French. But Zidane did play for Real Madrid. Yeah, I I think, Ro, I think you're right. I I think Zinedine Zidane's waking up this morning going, I wish I was the next Jude Bellingham. I reckon I reckon he's doing that because that performance was out of this world, wasn't it? It was so good. And and the runs that he was making, that, that run towards the end when he weaved in and out and then took that pot shot that almost, not a pot shot, because we know pot <laughs> shots end up in the shed end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that pot All shot that almost... the ends. Well, hopefully we didn't get any no, shots. Yeah. Anyway, um, so then, all of a sudden, Scotland building up a bit of pressure and then um, the ball goes down the other end and what happens? Robertson slips and she puts it in and then guess who? Harry Maguire. Well, he can't help it. It just looks like he can't control it. He tried to stop it and it rolled in off his foot. Uh, he couldn't. Uh, it's so difficult because it's basically Maguire as a defender, you've, you've got to kind of do one of two things there. You've got to either commit fully so you've got to actually throw your body behind it and say, I'm going to stop that ball. Or you've got to take a risk and have some, maybe maybe a shout from behind you. You know, from um, who was behind Maguire? Who was Dunk. N- Dunk, yeah, a shout from Dunk. We'll talk about Dunk as well in a minute. Yeah. A shout from Dunk to go, you know, Lewis's ball or safety or whatever. Just let him know that ball's got to be cleared. But th- the problem is, is Maguire sticks his foot out and it, it just looks so bad, doesn't it? Because what happens off his, off his foot... Wrong foot's um, Ramsdale in goal, and it and Scotland are back in the game. Rooster. Um, I thought. <laughs> 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 um, I thought Harry Maguire, like Elliot said this morning, he thought Harry Maguire actually was trying to smash it over the crossbar. Yeah. 
I don't think he was because he didn't swing his leg that hard at it, did he? He, he, yeah. he basically, he just kind of <laughs> yeah. just hung a foot out at it yeah. and it didn't really do much. But yeah, it, it was it was obviously more disappointing for Harry Maguire than I bet it was for the rest of us because he yeah. probably got in the back of his mind thinking, oh, so I'm going to be on social media again tonight. Yeah. Everybody's well, going to be telling me I'm rubbish again. Well, well, a good night's sleep for Maguire will get his head off it. And what? then um, he's he's back into Manchester United. Yeah, well, let's... A month later, and then he's back into international. But he might not get picked. Well, let's hope that... I mean, Harry Maguire seems to be a very, very strong person, like we said mm. earlier, to be able just to deal yeah. with all of this, you know, criticism, whether it's people criticising one mistake or ten mistakes or whatever. He's very strong person. Because you imagine if you're in a team and people around you are getting at you all the time, you've got to have really big shoulders and really kind of a big, strong mentality to say, I'm not listening to that. I'm mm. confident that I'm good. And that's all I need to focus on. And fair play to him because he's getting a lot of press, right, uh, rightly or wrongly, in a negative way. Elliot. I think he's very strong as well because he spoke to the media after the match. Yeah, and, and that, that really shows, you you know, the kind of the mentality of, yeah, do you know what? You guys are going to be hounding me. You guys are going to be telling me loads of stuff. Um, but guess what? I'm strong enough to be stood up here and I want to talk to you guys about it. So in closing on this topic then, so we think the Ukraine game, not so great. Scotland game, really good. And what do we need next in the next game in the Euros, and is anything specific happening about that one? We're going to it. Wembley, look out! Here we come, England versus Italy. We're Oof. on our way to Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we're going to go and watch the three Lions uh, home to Italy. Elliot, what do we need from this game? And we also need a precious point to. C- we're on our way to Germany. <laughs> we're on our way so, to Germany. So yeah, so la, one la, point la, la. will secure. Um, our qualification for the Euros. And let's be honest, okay? I'm going to tell you absolutely now, there is no way I am buying you both hot dogs at Wembley because they are so expensive. (laughs) All right, so topic two. Last week, we spoke to you about um, our fantasy um, Premier League squad, uh, leagues. And um, Elliot, where are you in the league at the moment? Second. Rue, where are you? Bottom. Bottom. Who's third? Mummy. And who's top? Daddy. You read. Anyway, you read. so um, we we said what we're going to do is is maybe give you guys our sort of um, top picks. So top three players that you should put in your FPL team. So, Rue, we're going to start with your top three uh, picks for FPL. What you got? Harland must have captain. Okay. I put Antonio as my captain. Don't. He got me six points. Yeah, and Harlan could have got you 40. And that could have moved me up into third. Never mind. And who, who's your next pick? I've got Harland. Uh, again? You're picking him twice? That's <laughs> no, unfair. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Should we try um, that again? Rue, you've got Harland. <laughs> who's your next pick? <laughs> but Nottingham Forest left mid, Anthony Alanga. Okay, yeah, Alanga's a good shout. Is he going to get lots of assists for Forest? Bearing in mind, he has come back from the Sweden training camp with a bit of a knock. So we don't know whether he is going to be playing on Monday night against Burnley, but it's a strong shout. He's pacey. Is he going to be as good? Is he going to replace Johnson well? Who knows? But he's he's had a, an assist, uh, an assist and a goal in the two games that he's played. Um, and Rue, who is your third pick? You can't remember, can you? Yeah. I can't remember. Stan Collymore. No. John McGovern. No. 
uh, Raheem Sterling? Yeah. It was Raheem Sterling, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. He's a must-have because he can get Chelsea a lot of goals, but he didn't perform uh, the bridge. Let's be fair. He did perform. It's just Forrest performed so much better than They're Chelsea. They're defending. Was didn't they, Elliot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got it on recording as well, him. mate. Oh, you've changed from a Chelsea fan to a Forest fan. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, 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 we'll calm it down there so our listeners have still got some eardrums left. Um, okay, so Els, your FPL picks. What have you got? Any surprises here? I wonder what the first one's going to be. Harlem. Shocker. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but sensible. Good shout. Harlem, who else you got? I think you need to have Jared Bowen. Yes, and Bowen's been playing well and he's scoring goals, isn't he? That's a good shout. And Kung Min Son, who is actually a year younger than he thought, thanks to this weird rule in Korea. Um, tell us more about that. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I just know that he's a year younger than he thought because of this weird <laughs> rule. Just Korea. woke up one day and went... Oh, it must be 27 today, not 28. <laughs> wow, I love that. Maybe I want to try that as well. That's amazing. Yeah, do you want to live in South <laughs> Korea now? And you no, can well, go all you want. I'm quite happy here, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so FPL picks. So um, Harlan, Son and Bowen. Yeah, I think three really good shouts there that will pick up points. Um, I For my team, obviously, my must-have every single time, um, even last season, was, was Harland. Goal machine definite captain material there's a couple of players i want to ask you about because these are players which i've toyed with putting in my team so esther pinyan he's in my team um i think he's he's picking me up points brilliantly brighton seem to be a little bit under the radar here but um there's some really really good points earners there james madison anyone oh oh, oh. i'll put that one into consideration i think and then the big man big tyro um well for madison I, f- I, I was on Mummy's iPad on Fantasy, and when we were planning, I saw, oh, is Madison a must-have in your PL team? What do you think? Um, is he in your team? No. Well, then he can't be a must-have for <laughs> you if he's not in your team. <laughs> no, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask you back, because you've got Madison in your team. Well, yeah, and then annoyingly, I substituted Son for Madison <laughs> oh, yeah, last week. Oh, yeah, you said so that I, in last week's episode. Yeah, I missed out on a hat-trick um, yeah. from Son last week. You I, missed out on a hat-trick of hat-tricks yourself. I did, didn't I? But <laughs> still top of the league, so it's no, all good. No, it's all good. So you got a hat-trick of a hat-trick. Because you got... Harlan got a hat trick and yep. Ferguson got a hat trick. So you've got the hat tricks of a hat trick. Two hat tricks. <laughs> so I got two hat tricks, not not a hat trick of hat tricks. There was yeah. two hat tricks. And I think that's what Elliot was saying is I wouldn't have had the third one in. Mm. <laughs> All right. So a brace of hat tricks. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Thank you, Elliot. Give me yeah. a fist bump for that one. There we go. Big fist bump. Oh, we got it. Okay, cool. Right. So, yeah, fantasy, uh, fantasy picks. Um, it's good fun doing it. It's it's a nice way to kind of add a bit more um a bit more fun into the game. It's time for the feature in International Break Week thingy. <laughs> <laughs> Professional as ever. Loving it. Okay, right. So, uh, our feature last week, what was our feature last week? What did we talk about? Um top free transfers. That was it. The top if thank you, you Ruth. So, can I start with my top three favourite things? Well, 
what we'll do is if we talk through what we're going to do on this one because yeah last week we had the top three transfers and then we had a transfers. <laughs> she said transfers as opposed to transfers <laughs> yeah. i went a little bit posh apparently transfers. I'm, uh, I'm being told by my children not to speak the queen's english <laughs> transfers of transfers Oh, wow. oh, I hope you both enjoy sleeping in the garden tonight. Right, okay, so we were talking about we were talking about the the, the top three transfers, <laughs> bruv, in it. In it, bruv. Wicked skills, yeah, bruv. Alright, anyway. Enough! Enough! Silence. Alright, have we all regained our composure now? We yes. had to had to stop the recording for just a second there as it got a little bit out of hand. Yeah. Um alright. Alright, bruv, here we go. So we found, well, it's, to be fair, it's been on social media for ages, but there's one of the coolest pages out there. And I, I really think um, if if you enjoy uh, social media, check out um, at Footy Scran. Um, so it's a Twitter and a th- Instagram page. I'm pretty sure it's on Facebook as well. And people will send them pictures of food that they've at games. Um, and there's lots and lots of really, really cool things. So what we've done is a best worst. And, and then a, I would like to try. Elliot. What was the best thing that you saw on Footy Scram? The, the curry roll thing. The curry roll. So this was basically, and this is another conversation as well, is um, it was, depending on what part of the country you're from, it was a hollowed out cob or roll or loaf that was basically filled with chips, curry sauce, and two sausages. And that was at Merthyr Town. Where um, are they? They're in Wales. And it looked an absolute banger. It yeah. looked something that you could... The only thing I'd worry about is when you're eating it, you bite into it and you break the bottom of the roll, you got curry sauce in your lap. What do you think, else? Um, That would be embarrassing out of football, but especially after you've spilled it and you your team scores. So you'd be like, you jump up and then the curry sauce falls <laughs> off your lap. And it falls onto the person in front of it like, you... Don't throw curry sauce <laughs> on my back. All right, so we're, we're establishing that there may be some of these foods are really practical for before a game, but maybe yeah. not so much for sitting down and watching it during a game. Well, okay, okay Rue, so what was your your best food? A chocolate donut yeah. in, have you found out where uh, they were? I'm, I'm taking a punt, and I think this is a lower league Spanish team called Atlante, A-T-L-A-N-T-E. Correct me if I am wrong. Um, and we'll come back to corrections about wrong because I owe Rue some Haribo, which I forgot to bring. <coughs> um, so Atlante, yeah. So um, that was Rue's, and I and it did look like a good chocolate donut. Yeah, that's um, and it had sprinkles on the top. Sprinkles on a donut. So I found two things that I really, really liked, and I went for what was practical and what was not practical. And it, uh, I've got to admit, it just so happens that the best one was the pizza dog. And when I looked to see which club it was actually at i i was quite sort of happy and sort of a bit like oh people think you're a little bit sad but it was at forest and it's basically it's a it it looks like it's a baguette that's been squashed down filled with kind of like um pizza toppings and then it's got a sausage like a big sort of jumbo sausage going through the middle of it and cheese on top pizza dog looks amazing i'm going to watch forest on monday i may try that on monday night but i thought you said it was in a certain stand oh it is it's in the fan zone behind the brian clough stand so listeners if you are going to forest at any point soon head into the fan zone behind the brian clough stand right at the back there i think it's called working man's food 
Um, it's normally where they have the bands and that going on before the game. Um, they've got it in there as well, so check out that. So, from the best to the worst. Elliot, what's the worst? I think it was a pie in a row. <laughs> chicken, chicken bolty pie in a row at Workington AFC in England. Yeah, that's right. So, Workington I AFC. I think they're in League One, League Two or One team. They're a, I believe they're in non-league. But um, non-league. chicken bolty pie in a row. Now, um, I know um, if we've got listeners um, up north, Balti pie or the Wigan, I think it's called a Wigan kebab or a Wigan pasty or something like that, where it's basically, it is a pie in a roll. I'm quite interested in that. Um, but you guys are thinking that's going to be pretty rough, pretty minging? Mm. I picked the same as Els for that. Yeah, you both went for that one as your worst. The only reason I think it will be minging is because the pie's not cut up. Well, it will be when you bite into it. Because <laughs> it's, in it's in a roll, isn't it? So you just bite into it and you get all the pie goodness with the roll. I know, but... Still no. You can't you can't really swallow it in one. And what? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that anyway? How many times, no, it, how many like... times have you ate a pie that you've shoved it in your mouth and ate it all at once? <laughs> Never yeah, Exactly. Yeah, so Yum. how are you meant because, because that would be a joking hazard. No, oh, absolutely, that'd be crazy. <laughs> All right, so um, I guess um, we could maybe ask for a bit of interaction. Listeners, if any of you have tried this delicacy, please just uh, drop us a comment on our Facebook page and let or us know. Instagram page. Yeah, thanks, Rue. Or let us know, um, you know, what you think and why we should try it or why we shouldn't try it. Um, and that takes us on to our next bit called I Would Like to Try. And chicken bolty pie in a roll at Workington AFC is my I Would Like to Try. What about um, Elliot? What's your I would like to try? You can't remember, can you? I'll give you a clue. It was a large Yorkshire pudding with a Cumberland sausage, mashed potatoes and gravy served at the Optus Stadium in Perth. Oh, it was the... um, Roast dinner in a Yorkshire pudding. Basically basically. that, but it was kind of like sort of folded over a little bit, so it almost made it look like a Yorkshire wrap, which is absolutely epic. So, yeah, I I kind of, I I definitely am with you with that, Elliot. It looks like it could be something great to try, Reuben. And I think that was also at the Women's World Cup. Yeah, I think that's where that came from, mate, at the Optus Stadium. Someone had Mm. had, had taken a picture of that. So, um, oh, I didn't say what my worst one was, did I? I think I know. Just looking at my one. scribbled worst ones. My worst one was the Chicago style hot dog. Chicago oh. Fire 2. Which was the Chicago Fire team in the MLS. And it was basically um, uh, like a Frankfurter sausage next to an entire gherkin or pickle, depending what you want to call it. Yeah. With some jalapenos and stuff in it as well. It just looked. It just looked the driest, most horriblest bit of food ever. Anyway, so back to what we'd like to try. So we had Elliot with the roast shocker in a roll. Um, Balty pie for me. Rooster, what is your I would like to try? Up in Nottingham. Yep. At the city grounds, the one and only pizza dog. The pizza dog. Maybe I'll see if I go there on Monday. I'll see if I can get one and I'll, I'll send a picture or a video to you guys while I'm eating it. That'll be all right, won't it? That'll just make our mouth work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that wraps it up for our second episode. It's only a short episode this time because of the international break, but um, you guys are going to be back reporting on Game Week 5 next week, right? Yeah, yep. we'll be back. Keep tuning in and goodbye. And goodbye. Keep tuning in.
You've been listening to Kids for a Quid, the podcast by kids.